Politicians in line, corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg, your host. Joining me as always are the political junkies, Mega Jesse. How you doing there, buddy? Yep, good to be here. Got a lot to get into, so yeah, good and, to be here. And Mr. Straight Lace himself, William Beck, how you doing? Hey, good to be here. Yeah. Good topic today. Uh, lots of topics, but the first one I think a lot of people are going to be interested in. Read in your comments, let us know where you're watching. Uh, tell us what you're thinking as you watch this press conference. That's going to be breaking live. Justin, you want to pull up this window here real quick just so I don't miss it. Uh, we're going to go to breaking coverage in Winona. Um, the police uh, the police department's going to be doing a press conference. We're going to learn all about this arrest here. So reading your comments is Bridget Williams. How you doing, Bridget? I'm doing fabulous, actually, today. Feeling much better. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. A little under the weather the other day, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it was the air quality. For sure. And Mr. Deep State himself, Dawson, running the dials and bringing this live coverage to us, which is pretty cool. You know, we almost thought about going down there with ourselves uh, with the truck, but uh, we had to do this show, and I wanted to bring this to you live. So, anyhow, it looks like th there's planning on doing this at 1 o'clock. So let me just read a statement here. David Kingsbury, Maddie's f uh, father. And and if you don't remember this, I think a lot of our audience remembers the story we broke. We didn't break, um, but but we had the um, aunt and uncle of Maddie in studio, big fans of our show and, and known Carmel and Tim for quite some time. Um, so they kind of gave that personal element. I actually helped out with the search during Easter weekend, um, but I've never met David Kingsbury. So David Kingsbury is married to Carmel's sister. And so uh, this is from David Kingsbury. Um, we got a weird thing on our uh, TV screen right now there, Dawson. Are we still doing just fine? We're, we're fine. Okay, so I'm going to read this. It says, we're relieved that Madeline has been found after months of intensive searching and grateful for the extraordinary efforts by law enforcement, other first responders, and volunteers. We're certain that the correct person has been arrested, will be appropriately charged, and convicted of his crimes. Things are moving in the light, the right direction there, and we look forward to getting justice for Madeline. For right now, we will mourn as a family and properly and respectfully lay her to rest. So this is the this is the interesting thing about this case. Um, is that my is that on my end the TV here, Dawson? I don't know. Once the um, once the thing starts, then I'll go and check it okay. out. Okay. Yeah, I got some weird thing on my TV here, mm -hmm. so I'm just going to restart this. Because otherwise, I can't watch the press. Yeah, account. I'm looking at the live stream. It looks like it's just on on us so okay yeah uh, hopefully you guys are having problems put in the comment section if we are having problems We're trying to do a lot of things today but i think our studio is equipped to make this work so anyhow what's really interesting about this and i, I found out about this last night i was texting with carmel it's just like what do you what do you say here like it's not like you're happy right you're not happy that she's found but you kind of are in a sense relieved right because it's bad if uh you can't um, you know, if you never find her, that's like got to be the worst thing possible. So I think, um, I think it's like a somber, uh, joy. Is that a, I mean, am I going crazy by saying something like that? Relieved? Maybe that's just the right way to put it, but relieved that at least she's been found. And then in this case, I mean, everyone kind of suspected it was Adam Fravel. So, at this case, maybe, just maybe, yeah, we're I mean, going to get a justice. Tough situation. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like now, justice can be uh, if if Adam was the culprit here, um, justice can be served, which I'm sure the family's very thankful for. Gotcha. 
Um, God, I don't know what happened to our TV, Dawson. I'll Are we? It. What's the status on the live? I mean, we look conference. like we're still live. So no, no, we definitely are. It's just yeah. I think it's something wrong with this TV all of a sudden. It's it, it's still at nobody's talking yet. I'm going to have to get under the desk and check out some stuff. So yeah, it says no talking. signal detected. So I'm just going to fill this time here. I just hope we don't miss this press conference. The press conference hasn't started, right, Dawson? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see your video here. So gotcha. We're good. Tucker had the right word for its closure, which is so tr I think that's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that was hard to find. I guess mm -hmm. closure. But I'm just saying, like, you kind of want to be, I just hate to say it, like, happy because the closure is is somewhat comforting. Okay, so there we go, comforting, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I think the family was well aware that there was just not going to be a good outcome. She went missing March 29th. Um, and I think here it was we the are. 31st. What's that? I think it was the 31st. It was the 31st. That's what all into, the publications were saying. Yeah. Yeah, here you go, Dawson. Throw the remote over here. Yeah, we got a uh, TV in our studio, and for some reason, all of a sudden, the input went away. So now we're without being able to see. Oh, it looks like we got the screen back, Dawson. See? That's why we call him Deep State I, I, Dawson. I Just walks by the TV. I know. That's the funny <laughs> thing is, like, sometimes I'll turn on a TV or turn off a computer, and then someone's like, holy cow, this guy's got jujitsu. And it's like, no, I just got lucky for whatever reason. That just did it. So Dawson's like to got think that, that same I just magic touch. Scare the technology into working. Yeah. Well, anyhow, we couldn't do this without Dawson. <laughs> so, so appreciative of him. Um, all right, here we go. So we're still waiting. Finally, I got this. Sorry for this terrible broadcast here with technological problems. Terrible broadcast. This is the best broadcast. Well, there you go. Maybe ever. That's good spin. <laughs> I just feel like I'm off my game by not having this all working properly and that's just the thing you know i was watching joe rogan's podcast once and they don't do it live anymore they used to do it and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden like it just everything went kaput it's like that's like the largest podcast in the world and even they have technological problems jamie's a wizard but you just sometimes you whatever reason things don't work well what's our excuse for when things go wrong on the show it's a hang it's a hang there you go <laughs> it's casual it's laid back I know, and, and usually it wouldn't bother me so much, but I think a lot of people are tuning in. They're very curious of what's yeah. going to come out of this press conference. What we know at this point, and I'm going to read this. You can go to actionforliberty.com, and you can read the story, Kingsbury's ex-boyfriend arrested on suspicion of murder. And this is from Winona Police Department. And this is in, so this is why we're so interested in this press conference, because this is all we know right now. But according to the Winona Police Department, this is like 7 o'clock-ish last night. A Fillmore County deputy found human remains on Wednesday afternoon north of Mabel, Minnesota. Mabel, Minnesota, far southern part of Minnesota. Like, basically, if you go down to Winona, which is already south, and you go, like, due south down to the border of Iowa, that's where Mabel, Minnesota is. And that's where the um, Fravel family's from. So a body was found in some brush off of Highway 43 and was located using information generated during the Madeline Kingsbury investigation. Because of this, law enforcement personnel have arrested Adam Fravel on probable cause in connection to her disappearance. Now, I've seen the charges right now are second-degree murder. You, you would think that this is going to get up to murder one. I think this was all premeditated. At least that's what we see, assume to believe by what we see. But... The, that just must mean they're lacking evidence. Maybe there needs to be an autopsy to up the charges. But right now he's booked for uh, second-degree murder. Numerous members of the Winona Police Department, the Winona County Sheriff's Office, the Fillmore County Sheriff's Office, 
the Southeast Minnesota Violent Crimes Enforcement Team, Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, and crime scene personnel and the Southern Minnesota Regional Medical Examiner's Office are working as quickly as possible to positively identify the remains. We're asking that community to respect the family's privacy at this time and not to speculate on the case until further information is made available. We will share an update tomorrow once we have more information confirmed. And then they tell the media that there's a news conference planned for today. So this was once again, seven, seven ish last night. And uh, then we learned this morning, that's gonna be 1 PM. We're like, Oh, well, that's just during our show. So we'll go live to this press conference as soon as it starts. I do think it's funny they ask people not to speculate, and then we kind of open the show kind of talking about what might have happened. Well, I thought about that in my head, William, and how dare you, because we're not I'm glad you're thinking in we your head, We are Jay. waiting. Yeah. Before we speculate, we are waiting for the press conference because I think that's a fair point. <laughs> so Stop. I know Carmel and Dem, right? So I read, I read the family statement, okay? David Kingsbury literally says, we're relieved that Madeline has been found after months of intensive search and grateful uh, for the extraordinary efforts by law enforcement, other first responders, and volunteers. We're certain that the correct person has been arrested, will be appropriately charged, and convicted of his crimes. Things are moving in the right direction there, and we look forward to getting justice for Madeline. For right now, we will mourn as a family and properly and respectfully lay her to rest. Okay? So... How dare you, William? I am not speculating. <laughs> I am reading the statement by them, but I think everyone looks at this thing. Uh, Adam Frable's last person to see Madeline mm -hmm. on that date. Um, There's a minivan that matches that description that was heading to Mabel, Minnesota that day, at least south of Rushford. That's what they confirmed. Um, looks like we got some official people coming in. <coughs> I'm going to put on a little bit of audio for... Background and then we're just going to shut up too by the way once this press conference happens we're you don't need to hear from us we'll yeah. we'll stay live and then we'll comment after the fact but um there's nothing that we're gonna, we okay go. go ahead let's go break to this story here Thank you all so much for being here today. I'm Bonnie Bowman. I'm a public information officer for the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. We have been assisting the Winona Police Department in investigating this case. Today you'll hear from Winona Police Chief Tom Williams, Fillmore County Sheriff John DeGeorge, and BCA Special Agent in Charge Michelle Frasconi. We will have time for questions after they give their prepared remarks. However, I do want to let you know that as of today, we will not be able to comment on any charges or charging decisions. That is something we'll be able to discuss at a later date, but that is not something we will comment on today. I appreciate you respecting that and also respecting the family as we continue moving through this process. At this time, I'm going to invite up Chief Williams. Good afternoon. I'm Winona Police Chief Tom Williams. We are here today to announce that human remains were found yesterday in Fillmore County. This morning, the Southern Minnesota Regional Medical Examiner's Office performed an autopsy. Law enforcement has confirmed the remains are those of Madeline Kingsbury. 
Unfortunately, while this discovery is not what we were hoping for, we are thankful to be able to bring Maddie home to her family. Her body was found by a Fillmore County investigator on a remote stretch of road off Highway 43 north of Mabel at approximately 1.30 p.m. yesterday afternoon. Digital evidence collected by investigators led us to this area. It should be noted that the location of Maddie's body was off a low-maintenance public roadway and was not property owned by the Fravel family or any of their relatives. The area had been previously searched, but Maddie's body was covered and concealed in such a manner that she was not visible. To say the least, the last 69 days have been frustrating, full of heartache and pain for the family, law enforcement, and the community. But during this time, the family never gave up. Law enforcement never gave up. The community never gave up. We want to recognize that the support from volunteers, public safety professionals, and all the media outlets were instrumental in keeping the blue light shining in order to bring Maddie home. We have said that we will hold anyone involved in Madeline's disappearance accountable, and we are here to tell you that we will hold steadfast on that commitment. We are asking everyone to respect the family's privacy and allow them the time to grieve and mourn the loss of Maddie. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is John DeGeorge. I'm the Fillmore County Sheriff. On behalf of the Fillmore County Sheriff's Office, we offer our deepest condolences, condolences to the family of Madeline Kingsbury. As Chief Williams stated, this is not the outcome we had hoped for, but we are grateful to help bring the search for Madeline to a close. After the conclusion of the large-scale searches led by law enforcement, Fillmore County Sheriff's Office investigators and deputies have continued to search specific areas and follow up on investigative leads on a daily basis. Hundreds of tips have come in to our team from many different sources, and each one of them was thoroughly explored. We are thankful for the partnership and the professionalism of the Winona Police Department, the Winona County Sheriff's Office, the Minnesota BCA, and all of the other supporting agencies. I am proud of our team of investigators and deputies who have kept focus and stayed committed and determined throughout this investigation. Our focus now is to continue to assist the Winona Police Department with every resource available to us to ensure that an accurate and complete investigation is prepared. Thank you. Good afternoon. My name is Michelle Fresco and I'm the Special Agent in Charge at the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. We want to express our gratitude for the incredible partnership that has been allowed by this team to successfully find Maddie. The Winona Police Department invited the BCA to help with this case from day one. And since that, every homicide agent throughout the state has helped investigate this case. We want to also acknowledge that the, the forensic scientists and the analysts who have worked tirelessly behind the scenes through mountains of evidence to generate leads. 
We are grateful for the more than 450 tips that have been sent to us. Law enforcement had evaluated each one of them and followed up in a, as many leads as possible. It's this kind of collaborative effort that brought us here today, able to bring closure to Maddie's family. Thank you. Would there have been enough evidence to arrest Adam Frabel if Maddie's body had not been found? Unfortunately, I can't comment to that aspect. That would be a charging decision by the prosecution. Uh, where was Adam arrested and were you arrested without incident? Adam was arrested uh, at a residence in Mabel and yes, it, he was arrested without incident. What led to Adam's arrest? Why was he arrested in this case? It was a probable cause arrest that uh, we felt that uh, we had enough uh, evidence to, to make a probable cause a referral. Can you tell us any more about that? Uh, not at this time. Do you believe that Maddie's body was in the same place this entire time or had it potentially been moved at some point? I can't comment on that. Uh, not at this time. That was one of the reasons for the delay. Are there any other questions? Uh, can you tell us more about the digital evidence that led you there? Uh, we actually, to be specific on the digital evidence and all, we've had mountains um, of digital evidence that's related to phone data as well as uh, computer data. Do you think the crime occurred in Winona County or Vermont? I can't comment on that. That'll be a charging decision by the prosecution. And why second-degree murder and not first-degree murder? Again, I can't comment on charging decisions. As um, Bonnie had stated early on, we will not comment on any charging decisions. Do you believe anybody has helped Adam Frankel? <clears throat> Still under investigation, and I'm not willing to comment on that. Can you describe what concealed and covered means? Uh, she was uh, in a... Uh, wooded area off of a gravel road, that's all I'm prepared to say. You, you said that there was a delay in cause and manner of death. Are they able to determine that? Again, I can't comment on that. That would have to come from the medical examiner's office. You said Maddie's body was found uh, in a public area, uh, but you may mention that uh, it was not found on any land owned by Fravel or Burns relatives. How close uh, is the property for Bell's property or for Bell's relatives' property where Maddie The Frable property is is within uh, the same area of Fillmore County. I would say within several minutes of where this is, and I think that's about as specific as we want to get. And can you reiterate how the body was found yesterday afternoon? Uh, an investigator was following up on an electronic a tip related to electronic evidence and checked the area and located Madeline's body. Could you describe the previous searches that have taken place there? Uh, specifically, I can't tell you how thoroughly that area has been looked at. What I can tell you is that we have searched with volunteer teams and with law enforcement um, in that general area as well as uh, most of the rest of that part of the county. But as indicated earlier, uh, there were efforts made to conceal the location of the body and it was not visible from the roadway. Was it something that it, you could walk right by this and not see it if there had been searchers there? Was it something that required very close inspection? 
I don't think that we're prepared to, to comment on that right now. Sir, we've talked to some of you up there about the emotional toll this has been on all of law enforcement. Could you talk about that moment yesterday around 1.30 when your deputy called in what they had discovered? What was that moment like for all of you Well, our focus always remains on the job at hand. Uh, so our focus is always going to be and was in that case, what do we need to do next? You know, we'll, we, we certainly recognize that this is emotional and it is for us as well as everyone else, but uh, priority number one is we've got a job to do and maintain professionalism. Uh, you mentioned uh, that the, the remains were found at 1.30. What time was Adam Trable arrested? Uh, I think he was arrested, I would say, later in the afternoon. I don't know that off the top of my head. Sorry, Chief. 5.20. 5.20. By police officers or sheriffs? Sheriff's deputies. What was his demeanor like when you took him in custody? I don't think we're prepared to comment on that right now. It, it went without incident. Was the deputy alone or was this part of any kind of group? No, the deputy was not alone. He was with other deputies. Okay. Uh, um, to clarify, do you mean during the arrest or during the search? Uh, during the search, I don't... Yeah, during the search, the investigator that found Maddie was by himself. question again the uh, response on that is relating to anything with the prosecution is that we are not prepared to comment on that at this time and how has this case affected law enforcement with such high emotions as uh, sheriff DeGeorge said uh, it's it's taken a lot of uh, effort by everybody um, and not just law enforcement but volunteers as well um, we know what the task at hand is. Uh, we know that we have a job to do. Everybody stepped up, and um, we did what we, were, what we were required to do, and we will continue to do that um, through the uh, trial stage of this as well. What, what is the biggest mass search in, in most of your all's careers? Can you kind of just comment on the, on the scope of the last couple months here? In my career, I do not recall um, a search of this magnitude. We had... Uh, uh, probably in excess of 2,000 searchers um, after the initial weekend um, where the volunteers came out, which was coordinated by Winona County Emergency Management Director Ben Klinger in coordinates, uh, coordination with other emergency management directors. But um, in my 36 years in law enforcement, this has been um, one of the largest searches that I've ever been a part of. I know you received a lot of tips. Were there tips that, that ultimately were helpful in, in finding what you needed to find? Um, I can't comment on that at this stage. And what is next in this case? We have to continue to follow up on um, all of the evidence that we have collected to, to date, as well as evidence that was collected yesterday. Um, and we still have to review all witness statements and uh, wait for the results from the medical examiner's office to see if there's any further follow-up from that office as well. So what happens with Madeline's two children? That would be a child protection, uh, Winona County uh, venue, and I'm not prepared to speak to that. Is the delay with the medical examiner also leading to the delay in the charging decision? Or does that fall under charging? That falls under charging. Has Pringle uh, talked with law enforcement or anything? Um, I'm not prepared to speak to that. It's still an active and ongoing investigation. We have time for a couple more. 
I know there are a lot of long hours and many, many agencies helping with this to date. Um, does that change at all going forward? I, we still are dedicated, as uh, Sheriff DeGeorge mentioned, all agencies are dedicated to continue to do what it needs to do uh, to bring this to a successful conclusion. One more? Will the benefit being held for Maddie um, still continue this weekend? That's the family yes. says yes. 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 Oh, the family says okay. yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Um, also, just to clarify, the reason we are not prepared to comment on charging decisions is not in an effort to conceal anything. It's because our primary focus is to protect this case and protect the prosecution. And so that is the reason we are not prepared today to speak on any charging decisions or any information related to that. I just wanted to be clear as to our motivations for not sharing any of that information. Thank you again all for being here today. We appreciate your continued coverage and support as we work through this case. Everyone behind me, BCA, the local police, and the local county sheriffs are all here to the end of this case. Thank you. And you know, we get, we understand obviously um, why why they do that. Uh, don't need the clarification. I think everyone smart enough in the room to understand you don't want to poison this case for sure. And here we'll do some speculation, but we're not in charge of the case, obviously, so we can draw on conclusions. Um, but I don't understand why cut off questions. I mean, the public at large has the right to know, you know, them to give us more time to give us any facts they can without poisoning the case. I don't understand why they got a cut off. It's I, not like I don't really feel like a cut off question. Well, she like, said we we got time for one or two more questions. Like you got time well, for right. A lot of I mean, they, sixty nine days. You know. The questions kind of got less and less creative towards the end there, so I think they're getting to a lull anyway. Well, I had one question that I was very curious on, and I don't think it would poison the case, is where off of Highway 43 was the body found? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and we're going to pull up a map. We're going to show you this area. We got a map already. Yep. Um, you know, I, I searched areas. I didn't get down to this part, but, you know, I was checking just by the roads, you know. This is Mabel, Minnesota. Let's zoom out of that real quick, Dawson. So just to give you a perspective, if you go to the top right of uh, this, well, yeah, move up there. You, top right, top, top part of that is basically Winona, um, Trimpolo, Wisconsin. You see where it says Trimpolo there? That's in Wisconsin. Across the border, just northwest of that is um, Winona. So that's where Maddie and uh, Adam were living. So that's where, well, we don't know anything, right? So first of all. It's speculation that he murdered, but that's what he's being charged with murder too. And then he took the body or her alive. We don't know that down highway 43. So if you take um, a line that goes Southwest from that top of the screen to Rushford, that's highway 43. Yep. There you go. And then 43 goes pretty much just directly South to Mabel. So now let's zoom in South of Rushford. Uh, yep. So, so you see this area, this is, if you could find choice on the map, I think it's right there in the middle. That's, so that's where I was looking. Okay. Family believed that was a good area to look and they ended up not being too wrong because it seems to be south of there is where Maddie's body was located. That's what I got from this press conference, just north of Mabel, not too far from the property that the Fravels either own or manage. Um, cause apparently they're, uh, property managers and their properties in Mabel. So let's scroll down just a little bit more, just to give you a perspective. Now you're getting into farmland. 
All right, you see 43 there? Move, move, the, move it over a little bit because our window's in the way. Yep. So if that's 43 there, that is cursors on, and it keeps going south. And so you see, now zoom in a little bit, Dawson. I'll pull back to center it so I can see I'm getting my... Uh, so you're in farmland. You're not getting a lot of trees anymore, okay? Um, if you keep scrolling down, there is a patch of woods. It's almost like I've been looking at this thing for a while. Right there, patch of woods. It could be most likely private property as well, which, you know, kind of hurts any kind of search by private search parties or even the law enforcement because you need permission to be on people's property. They were asking all property owners to go search their property. If there's a chance that there are seasonal owners of those properties, because I ran into these people when I was out there. There's a really good trout stream outside of Choice, and I ran into a guy that was from the cities, and he just owns property in that area. So maybe they didn't, those, those property owners didn't even search that property. But if you zoom in on that patch of woods, I'm just kind of curious because just their statement there and the statement previous was almost like as if it was in a pile of brush on the side of the road. And it just feel like, because they, they, they didn't answer that question and that probably poisons it, poisons the um, case. But was the body moved was the, the question that was brought up and they wouldn't comment on that. And you just kind of wonder how on earth would, if it was right off the road, my assumption is, and I'm just curious, um, and maybe I'm curious just because all those, all those thousands of people that joined the search and we were unable to find Maddie for 69 days, was it because it was 100, 200 yards off the road on private property? Is that why? Because it just seems like if it was right by, right off of 43, like in the ditch, it just seems like how's that possible unless she was moved at some point? And if she was moved, how the hell did that guy do that? I wanted to share something else with you. Um, let's pull up these pictures. So uh, this is a lady that posted on Facebook. This is going to take me a second. Okay, it's going to take a second. This is a lady on Facebook who was helping with the search. Now, she's got, a, I'm assuming, a bunch of children. She has a van, a bunch of car seats in it. And she must have been searching down in the Mabel area by the uh, Adam Fravel or the Fravel family property. And Adam Fravel was on an ATV and came up on her van and circled it, making really strange faces, very intimidating, kind of creepy. She had posted the video at the time. The video has been taken down, but we got a couple of screenshots. Let's go to her statement first, by the way, so we can add some context to this. So she writes, it's been a crazy day. I was going to ask for prayers when we went on an organized search for Madeline. There was no cell service, so that didn't happen. And by the way, a lot of that area, no cell service, because we're talking about Especially in the bluff country, it's kind of hard to get cell service in that area. It's a little more remote. Um, no luck. We went searching other roads in the area and ended up being stalked by the suspicious boyfriend. He followed us, circled our van multiple times, rode up alongside of us, staring at us. He rode behind us, pulling alongside of us to stare at us. I took videos and sent them to the police. So scared, then I got back to our Airbnb. Okay, so this, these are the photos, the still images of him in the video and once again she took down it but we had uh, screenshots this can you zoom in on him like this this is a really it's a really strange thing. i wish i had the video a strange look and smile on his face and doing in very intimidating maneuvers around this lady with a van with clearly with child seats in it very strange behavior are we are we not going to talk about her brother's okay. toe falling off i didn't know if that was a metaphor well, I didn't either. That's why I'm curious. That's why that's why I ignored it. I did. It's like, is that that's a metaphor? Weird. I don't know that metaphor. You know, like break a leg. Well, it's just like, and by the way, 
and yeah. All right, it, scroll it, back. Yeah. Elephant in the room now. The toe in the room. I, I know people. Look at this. Are curious this is so that. that he comes up on that van and this lady, you know, I don't think she had kids in the van, but wow. he's still on the ATV. It looks yes. like. Based yeah, on I'm sorry. Good, great point. He's on the ATV. So in the video, you'll see he's like, he'll come up on the side and he'll go back and then he's like trailing her. But this is like him really quickly coming up on the side to look inside the van. It's so, it's just so eerie and creepy. Was she, was she searching where they found Maddie's body or close to where Ma- My sense is, so all we could go on is what the police just told us. And that was about, um, they said a couple miles away from the Fravel property. So I'm assuming that's not the case. I don't know, but I'm assuming it's not the case. But you're still on to something, Bridget, that it's super weird. Like he was nervous. Yeah, it's within probably 10 mile radius of it. Yeah, I'd imagine if he's riding an ATV, you know, you don't usually take those out super far, you know. So I I don't know. It'd be weird for him to have his uh, ATV, you know, like you're saying, outside of 10 miles from his property. I mean, that wouldn't be crazy up northern Minnesota where you have tons of trails. Yeah, but even then, still not still not very often. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing. You like it's like a like a wild animal that's like protecting something, you know. Um I don't know. I, I guess I don't know enough to answer your question, Bridget, obviously, but that that is kind of suspicious. Uh all right, go back to the comment from the Facebook <laughs> post. Damn it, William, you you got me on this one. You guys were curious too, right? I know, I that's why I didn't read it cuz when I read it before, I was like I don't know what that means. So at the very end of this, you're going to have to zoom out. Um we went back to Airbnb and get what does it say there? Get a message from my brother. His toe fell off. Like it's it? just such a weird yeah, thing to so end weird. it on, and that's not that's not a metaphor. It I've has nothing heard. to it has nothing to do with the story, William. Yeah. Exactly. How many of you guys actually, story? How many <laughs> guys at home actually noticed that part? I was trying to purposely not bring that up. I didn't want to like censor the comment. Like imagine I just blacked that out. It's weird, yes, but is it a is it a uh, like some kind of metaphor for something? I don't know. We have quite a few comments. You want okay, let's go to, to your comments. Um, AM Faith 92. Oh, hey. oh before I go, I, I totally messed up, messed up on something. They did say it was a road off of 43. Yeah. So I, I, I incorrectly stated that it was off 43. But still, when we were doing the search, if you go back to that search area, uh, the map there, Dawson, um, you'll see all these like roads that go off. I mean, I did a lot of these myself. And as I'm driving on 43, you could just see all the search parties out there. So it still seems shocking, even if it was a dirt road that leads off of it. Um, and by the way, the family really believed that was where people should look. So they were right on that. All right. Sorry about that, Bridget. Go no, ahead. You're good. Um, AM Faith 92 says, I don't think they can release the exact location. I thought he indicated that. It might be important to the evidence in the case. And I just, I, I, I agree. The exact location, fair enough. And they, they, in fact, they even carefully wanted to make sure that they excluded that it was on the Fravel's property or the managed man- oh. properties they manage. All I'm saying is just for us that we're part of the search, people that are interested in, maybe the family knows this, we're the only ones that are the most important, but there is a need for the public to know this stuff. Was it just off the road? Like, I'm just kind of curious. That, that would have been the question. I don't know if they would not have answered that. It's just no one in the press either thought to ask that question or, and this is why I was just a little upset that they cut it off so quick, William, is because um, maybe that would have been a question that would have asked. I don't know why they have to cut it short. 69 days and we get a 15-minute press conference or something like that, 20 at best. I think you were saying this this morning. We were kind of wondering, like, how long this thing would be. Uh, 
obviously cops don't want to prolong these cases right. or the press conferences. Like they want to give the minimum information that they can because yeah. they don't want to jeopardize the case. Exactly. And, and I, I'm totally respect not jeopardizing the case, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, it wasn't the cops. There was this lady that's press with BCA that was like calling the shots. This is what politicians do, right? Politicians will go on and on. And it's usually the handlers that go, no, no, no. We, we only have time for one more question. Hmm. So it's the same move. You know, but it's now, I don't like, know if the sheriffs would have addressed it, but I think that it would have been interesting if somebody would have asked about the uh, motive, you know, because that that's still, uh, you know, not, not a whole lot of information out about the motive. Well, and the motive that most of the public are thinking, we'll get back to those comments. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I forget about the comments. <laughs> I mean, we're reacting this live too yeah. with you guys. So it's that this guy, uh, Adam Fravel, um, he's the father of the two children that Maddie had. She is moving on. She's moving out of the, the house that they're both living in. He doesn't have a job, doesn't work. Uh, he's a deadbeat, basically. She's Then we learned, I think, a couple weeks in that she was dating another guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the cops actually interviewed him, and they dismissed any connection from him. So he probably learned about she's got another guy. She's moving on. She's the breadwinner. I'm not going to see my kids as much. And then we learned... We learned a month later that he doesn't even have custodial rights with his children. Well, and just yesterday, or not yesterday, the day before, uh, he agreed to let the kids stay with uh, Maddie's grandparents in court. This is some. This yeah, I know. I, I almost want to go but. back to what that was about because, yeah, I mean, June 7th, yesterday was supposed to be the custody battle in court. I mean, the idea that this monster could have had the children right that's so true alleged Creepy. monster alleged right. monster well it seemed like crazy pr- goofy dude right they're pretty eager to keep the kids away from them it sounds like both the the county and the grandparents as well yeah and oh god i mean then you think about his family do they want to see the kids as well like the Fravel family mm-hmm. and like oh my god I mean, you heard it from David Kingsbury, the father of Madeline. They believe that the right suspect's been caught. And so I'm just saying I agree with the family. That's what we all see. And I hope to God they got evidence. All right, let's go to the comments. Um, Tucker 91 says, considering they missed the body in a previous search, I would assume um, animals may have moved the body, which made it become visible. And Yeah, I guess that's a fair point, you know. Yeah, bad habit. Well, and they didn't want to get too much into it, but uh, brush was over. I was thinking it'd be some abandoned building or something like that. You know, my my hope was that she. I guess my hope was that somehow she was still alive, and I couldn't think of the cir- circumstance. But like she, I, I don't even know what the circumstance would be. Like she was afraid of abusiveness, and she figured that her parents would end up with the kids, so she got out so that he couldn't murder. I mean, like that would have been the best case scenario. I couldn't think of another scenario that she would still be living in. So mm-hmm. you know, I hate to be so doomed. I think everyone understood that. Right. I think the family cer- certainly knew that. Yeah, I think so. Um, so bad at Harry says they said digital evidence, probably drone imagery mm-hmm. or phone GPS. Tucker said, yeah, I yeah. think they're referencing phone data. Um, like metadata like, gathered, like through phone GPS, rather. Well, oh, that's than not. That's what you gathered from it. I was. You're. He's saying that like a. They're flying a drone. I know. I was replying to Tucker's comment. I think it's more likely um, because when they say digital evidence, I don't think they mean drone footage. I think they mean like phone data and computer data. 
Well, you're uh, uh, that, you're the headphones? tech expert here, Dawson. What would you think that means? Uh, what was it that they said exactly? Digital um, evidence. Bad out here. He said they said digital evidence, probably drone imagery. I think it's more like the phone data. Is it uh, local sheriffs do have that capability to track people's phones? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't remember what that program's called. But they do. Isn't weren't you saying yeah. that like this area work. has like no cell reception whatsoever? Or like spotty. Yeah, it's best. spotty. Yeah, down there might be a little bit better than when you get in the bluffs. It's honestly, still useful um, when yeah. it comes back online. I honestly, I honestly don't know. I it it, I don't. When I hear digital evidence, I don't think of drones, because a drone I don't I don't think would have been able to catch something that someone walking around there could. could well, and, have. and the word digital evidence, it just it. Wouldn't they use the word footage instead? Or, or video? Some, or video, yeah. yeah. Or they're being very careful what they're saying, like they were. Yeah, um, there's probably a reason that we don't really know the answer. You know, the other question they would answer is about the special prosecutor. And so if you're not following the cases close, and, and we just don't talk about this much because, you know, there's little bits here and there, but there really hasn't been anything new until basically, I guess, the custody battle, which we did update you on, but then it's really yesterday. Everything just came together yesterday, right? Um, so uh, the so Dakota, there's a retired Dakota County prosecutor. I'm pretty sure I got that right. Dakota County who went down there, either volunteered or was hired for this case. And so that's what they're alluding to. The media was asking about the special prosecutor. Um, so it's very interesting if that prosecutor is helpful um, in just the, getting the charge. And then the charge right now is second degree murder. That's all we know. Um, we don't know why. They obviously, uh, once they, once they started that out and said we're not going to comment on the charges, we're like, oh dang, that's what everyone wants to know, right? Mm-hmm. That and there could you know, be more charges to come, and that's what we hope is there more charges. We hope there's murder one on this one, right? Mm-hmm. We hope this guy never kidnapping. sees the daylight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Kidnapping, I guess. If she was alive, I guess it'd be kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy should never get out if he's guilty of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, let's let's go to more comments. Um, Bad Hat Harry added to his comment about the drone. He said, if there's no self cell service, there's probably no phone data. I didn't even think about that. How would they get phone data if there's no cell service in that area? I just think there probably is down there. It's just, oh, I'm really? saying, spotty. Yeah. Well, and also, um, even when you don't have service or when you don't have a SIM card in your phone, you can still, like, call, make emergency calls, Yeah, that's right? true. And then someone said GPS. That's I think. True. And it's creepy how the the government actually can track your phone no matter what. Like supposedly they can even track it when your phone's off somehow. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they say. Can and they do that deep state? I, I have there. There's no internal processes going on. So unless there's some sort of like weird Chinese type knockoff phone that you're getting, I don't think that that's happening with anyone. No, no, because uh, at least cops say this. I, Maybe I'm sure they lying, would. I'm sure they want to scare you into thinking that you can't do bad stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Dover Dan said it's like he knew that he was going to get caught. Maybe that's why he agreed to letting the grandparents have the kids. I mean, everything I understand of him as an individual, and that's uh, by, you know, uh, not, not a firsthand witness, but by other people's testimony, that would not be in play here. That he really, they really, really liked his boy, which is the younger one, I think, two years old, um, and that he really wanted custody, and the family wanted custody. 
they probably informed him that they were going to come and arrest him because they said there was no incident or no trouble of um, officially apprehending him. When do you him. think they informed him that? I don't know. It is interesting that it lines up a day from the custody battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Wow. Um, what else we got here? Um, AM Faith 92 again says, I think crime of passion is considered second-degree murder, not first-degree murder, because it's not premeditated. If he was upset, they could argue it's crime of passion. Yeah, and this is the thing is I, th- I believe, um, from what I've heard, uh, that that it, it doesn't – it seems very premeditated, you know, that he's probably had this planned out for a while. And I guess, um, boy, they're going to really have to get some statements from him um, – and maybe other, you know, if they had evidence like a notebook or something like that, uh, web searches or something like that, you think they would have already uncovered that at this point? So, um, we have a comment from Carmel on Facebook. Oh, great! She said he agreed to let the case remain a chips case, but filed for sole custody in family court on Monday. Okay, so there you mm-hmm. go. So he was still trying to keep mm-hmm. this thing live. Okay. And I'm really sorry to hear about this, Carmel. I mean, once again, it's just like, sorry, but you get the closure, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you heard the emotions in the room when they, because there's always that, that punch you get from when you hear the official authorities say something. I mean, we're all kind of like <laughs> rubbing some tears off our face here, too. It's like we didn't know Maddie. Like, the, the only reason this, I mean, all of Minnesota started caring a little bit about it, but we, we knew her aunt and uncle. And they're great people. And so it's like, then you start learning about her, you, you know, you see the videos of her. You're like, holy cow, this is a, a great person, you know, caring, great mother, uh, productive, beautiful woman. You know, that's other travesty. You always want beautiful people on this earth. She's, she was a gorgeous woman and a wonderful singing voice too. Like she had it all. Why was she dating this guy, this loser? Oh, that's so sad. So, you know, you just kind of wish you could tell somebody something like, don't, don't stay away from that person, you know? And then you just think, well, I don't want to get into it. I, mm-hmm. I think about the kids and then, then I just, yeah, I lose it there. You know, as a parent, you lose it. So Brad Ganser, smartphones have a GPS antenna that will work independent of the cell towers. That's true, but I don't know if that works for gathering data. But none of us are experts. We can't speak on that. We are crime experts, apparently, though, right? That's why we got a crime <laughs> show. Um, I think this this story, um, it's good to see that it's getting coverage today, okay? Because that was one of the reasons we brought it to you. I don't think there was enough people talking about it. I think people originally heard about the case, but it's like this thing is really puzzling. 69 days. Late March, she goes missing, and then there's almost no updates. For 69 days that's just crazy and the family i just just can't imagine that um i want to talk about the position the map uh special prosecutor and talked about custody but what are we missing here on this story and then i guess what we're gonna do is we're just gonna keep i, I assume they're gonna do press conferences maybe on a daily basis but free more frequently now you know and we'll learn more charging decisions yeah. Um, I mean, the only other thing I could think of is we had an article on this on, at actionforliberty.com, but just by watching this, you have more information than we did then. Oh, uh, yeah. What did we? What else did we have? on our, I'm looking at it right now. Um, okay, let's go to actionforliberty.com real quick, pull up the article. You can see Adam Fravel's. So that's his uh, 
mugshot there. And uh, it doesn't look like we used our, our enhanced one that we have. I don't, I don't know. No, no, that's, 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 this was produced last night. We wrote okay. this article. Well, yeah, we, we have an, an enhanced one that I can get over to William. He can use that one instead. Gotcha. Um, and then you, you wrote in this a suspicion of murder. We're being a little careful, but I, it has been confirmed second degree murder. They did confirm that. The charge, yep. Yeah. Well, probable cause of second degree murder. Mm. This is where that, which then begs the question, if it's probable cause, how mu how long can they book them for, right? Because I assume that there's not an actual charge yet, right? I guess that's the case. It's probable cause that a that there's a charge. Damn. So he's not actually charged at all. Yeah, it'd be nice to have like someone hmm. that used to be a prosecutor yeah. on this one. Sorry, we're, we're not on the fly. We don't know this, but they did say like probable cause. So I'm almost wondering if this guy gets out. Oh my god. Like on bail well, he or can't something. be arrested yeah. without being charged. Um, I think probably know best of all of us. He was going to go to law school. Yeah. Still will, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'm going to shut up on this. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to learn a lot more. Because I would think it'd be an unlawful deta uh, detainment if you uh, aren't charged with any kind of crime. But, yeah, we'd have to look into it more. Ever, nobody's saying the word charge, though. That's the thing. That's a weird well, thing. Well, they, they brought that up in the thing with the charges yeah. of uh, second-degree murder. Oh, Over Dan they? agrees. Okay. He says, I think in order to hold him, that he has to be charged. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So he's getting charged, but they use the term probable cause. Okay, I'm going to just shut up because we have zero idea here. This, this one's a little bit beyond us. No legal experts on this show, okay? Um, let's, let's talk about something else here. Um, let's talk about another tragic thing in our community in Minnesota, which is just unbelievable. There's a drag show in St. Cloud this weekend, Sunday. Okay. Holy day, by the way, unless you're Jewish, I guess Holy day is Saturday. Uh, and Catholics practice after sundown. Is that, that's not technically that's true. Seven, Jews. Seventh day Adventists. Yeah. I guess on I, Saturday. I, don't know why I said that Saturday mass. Okay. We'll just put it that way. They do Saturday mass. Anyhow. Um, so this is on Sunday morning up in St. Cloud. And what's unique about this drag show is they're actually – I assume they're trying to lure in young children as young as four years old. Well, you don't assume that, Jake. They literally say four to 12 years old on their uh, on their website. Yeah, it's kind of hard to read there. Their, gra their graphic team is terrible, which is good. I'm Can I pause really quick on this sure. story and go back to the previous one? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So Tucker um, told a guy named Glenn to come on here and comment because Glenn's a lawyer, and Glenn says – Probable cause means that they have enough evidence for the charge. Okay. So, like, but that doesn't mean he's been charge. charged then. I think it does. If they have enough evidence, he's probable been cause charged, means he they have enough evidence for the charge. So, he has been charged? Not necessarily. Okay. Can you, so has he actually been arrested then? They, they made the statement that he was arrested. I think there's a time frame that they can detain someone without the formal charge. Someone said 24 hours. Now listen to me say formal charge. So there's like a distinguishment. Well, apparently Glenn knows a lot more than us here. And thank you, Tucker, for looping him in. Um, there's a 24-hour, was HC for questioning? Well, then Holding period? Oh, I'm sorry. Dover Dance is on probable hold. cause. I think they can hold for 72 hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's probably the technicality there then. If there's probable cause, you can hold for 24 hours. There you go. Law school on the fly, right here. 
<laughs> We're political too. experts, not legal <laughs> experts. <laughs> All right. I really appreciate that. That was awesome that you brought that on. All right. Let's go back to this. So, so speaking of the law, let's talk about the law a little bit. This happens to be illegal, at least from our interpretation of the statutes. It and seems I don't pretty clear, though. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. So they're targeting young children here. This is a fundraiser um, hosted by who? What is this? St. Cloud Pride. That's the name of yeah. the organization. Yep. They're hosting a fundraiser at the Best Western Kelly Inn. Maybe we should Google the Best Western Kelly Inn and uh, find their phone number. I think we should be placing some calls to the Best Western Kelly Inn um, and talking about what you're doing. Because actually, this seems to be an illegal activity. And we'll get into that here. But let's go down to the um, scroll down a little bit more. Once again, actionforliberty.com if you want to follow. Go down just a little further. The um, Eventbrite page right here. What does it say, William? What are they trying to do? Let's see here. I'm, I actually have a light block in my, my way here. so. Oh, sorry. Should I, should I pull this up here? Yeah, if you, if you want to read it. I, see, I, was like, uh, I was like, hey, William wrote the story. I don't want to keep stealing his show. William wrote <laughs> the story. He should probably know what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't yeah know not very well prepared today, are we, <laughs> William? Uh, it says drag brunch tips. Okay, this is on the Eventbrite page. Let's see. Let's go ahead and click on the Eventbrite. So we got the Eventbrite page link on there, just so you can see we're not making this up here. Because yep. we're clearly not fake news, unlike uh, CNN. Uh, scroll down so you can see it on the page. We're going to scroll down yep. right there. Okay. The Dress up in your pride gear if you want. All are welcome. Bring plenty of dollar bills so you can tip the performers. They work hard to create these characters for you. Show mm. them your appreciation by tipping. Do I need to explain to you guys what tipping means here? Do you, get, do you understand it? And and by the way, they use the dollar bills, $1 bills. Must just like how you tip strippers. Not that I would ever well, do that, of course. William but. said it. That's that's what goes on here. You heard, you heard it here first. William doesn't tip his strippers. Everyone knows. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay. But yeah, well, you put it in the bre in the waistline, or you put it in the Bristol region. <laughs> we're, we're neither legal scholars nor biologists. Yeah, Although we know more biology well, than on, I know it from pop culture, not firsthand experience. <laughs> we know more about biology than all the Democrats because well, you know. And by the way, uh, yesterday, and this is our new thing on Twitter. Uh, Tim Walls, Governor Tim Walls, tweets out how he stands up for women's rights, and I we tweet back, "What is a woman?" <laughs> they say it all the time. What is a woman? What is this thing that has rights that you keep referring to? They can't answer that question. Great documentary, by the way, and it was free. I think it still might be free on Twitter. Uh, bring plenty of dollar bills. Okay, so I read that note. We'll have one dollar bills on hand to make change too. Sing along and interact with our talented drag kings and queens. Take pictures and have fun. We had a big conversation in the show prep today about what drag kings are. Um, I guess I'm just not too aware of that. I've never really seen anything. And then somehow we got into conversation about football after that. And then here is the poison pill. Consent is mandatory. So this is what they're writing on their page. Consent is mandatory. Please make sure our performers are respected by not touching, grabbing, hugging, etc. Unless you ask first. Mm -hmm. Now on the Eventbrite, does it show the ages on the Eventbrite? On it there? does. Um, I mean, I mean it's it still in that initial thing, four to twelve. Four to see, you see there, right oh, there, yeah. fifteen dollars for four to twelve year olds. So they got two brackets. It's thirty dollars uh, for thirteen plus. Uh, is that thirteen plus thirty dollars? Yep. Wow, what kind of 
crazy people these are. You're full charge if you're 13 plus. And then if you're four to 12, $15, I get a discount Actually, rate for children. I, I do think this is kind of funny because that's, you know, usually it's like kid pricing and adult pricing. And to them, you're an adult if you're 13 years or older. Well, is that is it the age that they can transition in the state, or is there any age? No, apparently I think not. It's, I think now it's any age. Yeah, oh, no really age not. limit. I mean, it, it was, like, kind of ambiguous before, but I think they've, like, full-on said, you can come here and get your uh, gender transition surgery or hormones or whatever. The, the weird thing to me is that nowhere on here does it talk about, like, kids need to have an accompanying adult or anything mm. like that. I haven't yeah. seen any of that anywhere i haven't looked super closely at it though yeah i do I, I also think it's funny when they talk about the consent aspect consent is important you need to ask before you touch the performers and consent's not important when it comes to minors apparently yeah according to these people but okay so uh and neither can a minor consent right right all right so we dug into this and there's two laws here at play statute 609-352 go back to the article here dawson Minnesota statutes 609-352 and 617.246. 609-352 says, prohibited act, a person 18 years of age or older who solicits a child or someone that someone the person reasonably believes is a child to engage in sexual conduct with intent to engage in sexual conduct is guilty of a felony and may be sentenced as provided in the subdivision. I think you found it was like 10 years, right? And then it, it, it defines what uh, sexual conduct is. Uh, did you not put that in the article? I told you I put the sexual performance definition in there. Where's that? It's right under the state statute there. Uh, am I? Maybe I don't have an up. Oh, did I just not have an updated one on my screen? Where is it? It's right under the at the bottom the legal right text on there. TV. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, here's what's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got That's it. why I bolded <laughs> it there. <laughs> yeah, here's what's important. Well, so there's a couple spaces I, I caught. I was like looking in this one area, whatever. Here's what's important. Statute 617.246 defines sexual performance as any play, dance, or other exhibition presented before an audience or for the purpose of visual or mechanical reproduction that uses a minor to depict actual or simulate sexual conduct as defined by the clause. Once again, they're encouraging tipping and i think i think you guys know this we don't need to show the video but we got the video we 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 broke this story or not broke the story i always like to say break the story i don't know how many stories we actually break but talked about the story where they had a drag performer at the capitol and of course they're gyrating their hips they're sticking their butt out if there's tips involved one would believe that then there's actual physical touch here i don't even mm -hmm. did did that say you had to be physically touching no them. it doesn't say no, that no no yeah can you pull up that definition again it said the word simulating right i mean it could easily right. fall under that even definition. just like twerking or whatever these Correct. people do like that would fall under the definition as long as minors are present yeah i can't and, and, and i agree with what you're saying there but it's just like well, you, don't, tipping, you don't even need that you just just the fact that it, it, there's no confusion if they're actually physically touching mm-hmm and you know there's going to be these sick parents that are going to, like, encourage their child. They're going to go up, give them a dollar. And that is, like, mind-boggling that any parent would do that. Yeah. Like, how do you even – I don't understand it. Well, because these people are sick. They're in a cult. They're crazy. 617-246 says use of a minor is unlawful. So there's two statutes at play. Is unlawful for a minor to promote, employ, use, or permit 
minor to engage in or assist others to engage minors in posing or modeling alone or with others in any sexual performance or pornographic work. Obviously, the porno- I assume the pornographic work doesn't come play here, but with others in any sexual performance. And then, yes, you wrote that it's guilty of a felony and may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than 10 years. Okay, so we know that this is unethical. We know this is immoral. We know this is disgusting. So what kind of parent would even bring a child to it? It's criminal. And Best Western Cali in in St. Cloud is likely going to be hosting an illegal activity on Sunday morning. And I'm really curious, and you put in this article, the number to the Stearns County Sheriff's Office yep. about stopping this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the stuff the left is outraged on. And this is a swing district. Eric Putnam, this was one of the closest elections for the state Senate. So, you know, the fact that they think that they can do that in a swing district, I mean, hopefully it just, you know, goes back to bite them in the rear end. So, Actually, good point. We should be uh, lighting Eric Putnam's number up on this one. Mm. Eric Putnam, we need, we need a statement from Eric Putnam on this thing. We do. Yeah. Should throw so, his number up there. Because I happen to know a senator nearby that's outraged by this thing and has probably contacted the, uh, the sheriff already on it. We have a $20 rumble rant from Napkinator79. says, lurking while working. Keep up the great shows. Oh, thank you so much. And, yeah, I know a lot of people um, work at this time of day. So, you know, if you just want to keep us on one screen as you're plugging away at work, if you can do that, uh, you don't need to engage 100% all the time with the show. But we do appreciate it. So thank you. Um is K Wall and T Wall not here today? I actually have not seen a comment from oh, them yet. No, how dare they? <laughs> Taking a day off. I know it's your favorite part of the show <laughs> when they chime in. I think if Tucker didn't join us, I would be. I wouldn't know what to we'd do. We'd be. Yeah. We'd have to do a welfare check on Tucker if he didn't join. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> Laser Jim fifty six uh, fifty six says point the laws out to St. Cloud police. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Reminds me of the South Park episode where Cartman joins Nambla. You know, they were joking about NAMBLA, National National Association of Man-Boy Love Associations, and they were joking about that in the 90s. This is not new, by the way. It just went into hiding, and now it's like surfacing, resurfacing its head. And we we broke the story. Um, that's, that's the story we broke, finally. I was say, we actually? <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> the pedophilia language in the Democrats' omnibus bill that basically says that pedophilia is a sexual orientation that could be protected by um by the minnesota human rights act so this is this is the thing this is why we're, this is such a big issue i see these people going oh oh you snowflakes you know you you see a rainbow and you guys all get up in a your panties up in a bunch and you know because they're referencing the boycotts of target on stuff it's like no you know what really we have a problem with right now is what you're doing to the damn children you know that's why it's different that's why this year's Pride Month, we're like, we've had enough. And thank God to the Gays for Groomers. I don't know if they're an organization. Gays Against Groomers. Sorry, Gays Against Groomers. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know if it's an organization or it's just a Twitter account, but at least there's some people in the community, whatever the hell that means, the community, speaking out about this nonsense. Because it's one thing for you to have uh, a sexual relationship with another adult person of the same sex okay i might have some personal feelings on that i am not going to opine on it go live your life do what you want it's just a different thing when you start saying well men aren't men and women aren't women you know or a man can be a woman and they actually say like literally birthing people in language of law now they're saying birthing people instead of mothers or women right people people with um people who menstruate individuals who menstruate 
that's what we have a problem with is you start changing like you extra science deniers. That's what we have a problem with. And then you change the stuff. And then we really have a problem when Target's got a display right as you come in and it's got children's stuff on it because we see what you're doing. You're indoctrinating our children. And we really have a problem when you bring it into our damn schools. That's where we really have a problem. And I feel bad for the children here of these sick parents that will bring them to these drag shows. I don't know what's wrong with these people. I'm a parent. I've got, I've got a six-year-old. I got a two-year-old. I got an eight-year-old. There is no, I don't let them watch R-rated movies. <laughs> you don't put, you don't put sexualized images in front of them. You don't put violent images. I don't have the best mouth. You know, I like, I, I can be a bit of a potty mouth. I clean it up a little bit for the show. Time to time I slip, slip up. Don't try to, I almost never slip up at home because I got little children. That's what you do. You protect children, protect the innocence of children. And these sickos, they're doing everything that should be just for adult entertainment in the privacy of their homes or in the privacy of a club or whatever. And they're putting it right in front of children. I wouldn't be entertained by that. I don't, I don't know if they, if you could even call that adult entertainment. Well, I mean, it's cl- it clearly is. It's always been a thing, you know. I no, know I know. It's just, are. it's just like, what's the odd? Because like, this, these are big on like college campuses. These drag events, I've never understood why. Like, what's the appeal to going and watching these things? You tell us in the yeah, comment section here. We don't know. Puzzle <laughs> <laughs> that one too. I'm not. It's just weird, on that. like the draw and like the the culture that's formed around drag shows, and like they're even doing TV shows about drag shows now and drag. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird to me. I, I don't know. I find it interesting because, like, one... So I have been to a few drag shows <gasps> during college. Because All right. Well, we do have an expert, bum. ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it. Yeah, what oh, were yeah. they like? <laughs> I'm, I'm Deep State Dawson. I have to go everywhere to find <laughs> good stuff. But the thing that sucks is that it is, it is really weird. I don't like the feeling of being in those situations. But, like, just when it comes down to, like, how cool some of the costumes can be... It's really cool. Super wasted on what it is used for, I think. But, like, you'll get super sick performances out of it. Unfortunately, it's like... You do get very sick performances out of it. I think you're right there. Yeah. See? Well, I notice it's like... Term. Yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> I notice it's like a thing for younger generations. It seems to be more hip and cool. Oh, I, gosh. Yeah, like, Daw- I think Dawson's just saying, put the clothes on women, right? <laughs> you're just saying, like, the outfits are great. Put it on women. They're, they're outfits but what is a woman? <laughs> well, we know. Tucker ninety one says drag show Dawson. Drag <laughs> show uh, Dawson. Oh, it's good. Bad uh, Harry says he went because it works for this show. Video. Most of the time, Deep State is the better one. <laughs> it's it it is too bad. But the costumes are specifically made to look good on women, and but they're not worn by women, so it's mm-hmm. like. Well, I think you're just closed minded, you bigot. Mm-hmm. That's how the left thinks you are. I mean, that clearly what you're saying is so bigoted. And you're the most woke of all of us. Okay, well, here. He gave us 10 bucks and said cheers. Oh, thanks. thanks hey, K-Wall. there we go. That's all you got to do. You got to shame him. Where the hell Gosh. are you, K-Wall? Oh, there you go. 10 bucks. Thank you. Rumble Rants. Showing up for the show. I was telling somebody the other day, I go, we make money doing this show. Like, like we don't even appeal and people just donate. They do Rumble Rants. I guess they, they make them feel guilty. I, I half think it's because they know I'll make fun of them a little bit, you know? And then William reminds me, maybe you should thank them for their <laughs> Rumble Rants. They're donating. It's like, thank you. I do appreciate uh, it, by the way. Yep. Uh, it's kind of fun. It's it's maybe it's kind of like me with um, what's that pay up Vin- Venmo? Mm-hmm. Like I put like a hundred, two hundred dollars in Venmo like four or five years ago, and I just uh, <laughs> I almost treat it like it's not even real money. It's like monopoly money. 
Because I end up like I've never withdrawn money. I've never deposited new money in it. So it's like me. Let's say I go on a camping trip with a buddy and he picked up the campsite and the firewood. So then I'll just, you know, half of what that was, you know, Venmo it. Right. And by the way, I never Venmo what the real expense is. I always make up some funny thing like thanks for yeah. your 1984 figure skating uh, VHS, you know, because mm-hmm. Venmo is all public. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, you can hide I'm it actually. Too imma- well, yeah, but I'm too immature. But, I, I have to have fun with this thing. Yeah. Right. So I treat it like it's fake money. Right. And so like yeah. I'm always going back and forth, you know, with people and there was a time where I was in Venmo and I, and they don't show the dollar amount. So I would like, I would send my buddy like 25 cents and I would say, thank you for your, uh, Britney Spears album or something like that, you know, or thank you for your, uh, you know, whatever book on some, some embarrassing thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. Are people queerfully and wonderfully made oh, by Lee Finky. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Finky before Tucker. <laughs> yeah. Right. There you go. Um, Tucker threw in, I don't know if we're ready for a new story, but Tucker said, I'm supposed to remind William to bring this story up before the show is over. And then he linked something from the <laughs> post millennial about DeSantis. Let me click on it. Oh yeah. I just, <laughs> I did want to comment on lobbyist. this uh, because I actually responded to Tucker on, on in the rumble comments on the actual video. Um, I don't know if we're ready to talk about this. Or no, not. go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, I, we'll keep you updated on the St. Cloud thing. I yeah. think it should get canceled. So Stearns County Sheriff's office, and I mean, call the best Western Kelly in. I thought about doing this live on air. Maybe we should, yeah. but uh, like, literally, they're going to host some criminal activity. This is hey, disgusting. Go, and go to actionforliberty.com and share that article too. Um, um, Dober Dan gave us twenty bucks. Sorry. William. Oh, thank you, Dober Dan. Oh. Said you guys rock. Really enjoy your shows. Oh, Thanks, we Dober really Dan. appreciate nice. you. Guys. Well, our show would be pointless if you guys didn't watch it. That's the great thing. It's like we wouldn't do this anymore. You guys tune in. You apparently like to hear us talk. At least Jesse. Most people like hearing Jesse talk. I guess. And he's the one saying the least amount of words today. Apparently, he's just like, a, <laughs> "Well, is, I, I don't want to." His head all the time, Trump. Trump. No, I, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to say something about you know some legal case that I don't have the information for. So uh, sometimes Good. it's better to not he say. Will speak out of turn all the time with DeSantis. Well, like, yeah, that's yeah, DeSantis. Connecting Neuralink to DeSantis. Like <laughs> connecting Guantanamo Bay uh, prisoner treatment to DeSantis, and you're just if, like, oh, if, but this is too far. If he's me. responsible, he's responsible. You know. <laughs> you know what? Was I don't really hold any turn. punches back on Ron. What know? was really ex- incredible was you trying to link the congressional baseball field shooter to Ron. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was a stretch. That one was a stretch. Well, uh, that's the one that I think is the most obvious. <laughs> you know, that's oh, the. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the most obvious problem with Ron DeSantis. That, you know, the Trump oh yeah, go, go shoot up best. that baseball <laughs> game. They're right over there. You know, <laughs> that that's that's Ron's style. Yeah. New yeah. twenty seven twenty seven says call the best Western on air. Laura says light him up. All right, well, we might get to that at the end. Um, F11 on the no- show notes, I have to bring up this story. I just posted it's a Snopes article. So let's go do – who had the or- the next topic? Are oh, we no, not the, 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 the uh, post-millennium. All right, we'll get Jesse's comment on that. Because, you know, I think I kind of ignored – Wait, no, of, we need my comment oh, on I'm it. Super he's, he's making Yeah, I know, but we got to post up that post-millennium. Do we have the article? What are you talking I don't know. About? Where was this post millennium oh, article? Oh, it's a comment. Well, they need, yeah, they need a. They there need is context. a link. It's in the comments yeah. um, from Tucker Dawson. It's on Rumble if you want to pull it up. Um, you know, don't worry about pulling it up. I'll just read it here. This is from the post millennial, right? Um, oh, I, I thought I had it in my email. Um, well, basically, the the gist of the article. I didn't even read it. I just looked at the headline. Exactly. So you're not um, going to do it justice. I'm going to give you the headline. I'm going to read a, <laughs> a sentence or two. And then you can respond. It says revealed 
DeSantis campaign backed by a Moderna lobbyist with ties to CCP. Mm-hmm. Wait, See, that's, not, that's good, not loaded. Uh, See, you can do that's this with good. any presidential campaign. You can go through their campaign finance records, and you'll find someone unsavory can, can, in there. Can I, and then you can blow it up and make it a big story. Can I read his? Can I read a little bit of the article first before you? I mean, I mean sure, but you pretty much summed up the whole article right there. And you just want to trash him already? Maybe there's something to it. Hey, you guys Ron are on the same team. <laughs> Came under fire on Tuesday after it was revealed that a fundraiser event for his presidential campaign will be hosted by a lobbyist for vaccine manufacturer Moderna, Daily Mail reports. The fundraiser is set to take place in Washington, D.C. next month and comes at the same time the Republican governor has called for a grand jury investigation into Moderna over their COVID-19 vaccines and manufacturing of puberty blockers. Wait, did you say hosted by this guy? Ron DeSantis mm-hmm. is hosting it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's hosted by a Moderna lobbyist. Wow. And comes at the same time the Republican governor has called for a grand jury investigation into Moderna. So one yeah, that's not loon. some small little donation. That's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm throwing a big party, inviting all of my friends, all the big money rollers, you know. And that's, you know, that's it more than... It is the thing we hate. We called out on Michelle Benson when she was running for governor. She actually got lobbyist money oh, from yeah. Pfizer or, yeah. or yeah. something like I that. I do remember that. It was yeah. also revealed that the Moderna lobbyist Mark Lumpkin, Lampkin has represented Chinese-owned <laughs> semiconductor company... Fujian Jinhong, which brewed the perfect storm for the Trump campaign to continue their allegations that DeSantis is a globalist. And, uh, well, this is just a lobbyist. I mean, this is the problem. Is, and I'm sure Trump takes a lot of lobbyist money, FYI. But lobbyists, this lobbyist clearly will work for anybody. China, Moderna, doesn't matter. So, anyhow, uh, they, Tucker wants your response there, William. An official Minnesota spokesperson for Ron DeSantis... <laughs> For Rontanamo Bay, mm-hmm. Meatball Ron, uh, sanctimonious. There you go, William Beck. Ron DeSantis. I think for legal reasons, I can't say I'm the official. <laughs> uh, you didn't say person. it. I said it. I'm joking. <laughs> it's a, I actually kind of like Ron DeSantis. You know, I'm just playing a little part because I, I I like to get on Jesse's side too. Sometimes. I mean, look, you can you can say that this guy's associated with Ron DeSantis if you want, but by that same logic, I can say that Trump's associated with Anthony Fauci and John Bolton. Are they endorsing him? Are they well, supporting Anthony, him? Well, actually, Trump endorsed uh, Anthony Fauci and John Bolton by hiring them and keeping them oh, on. Oh, you, you the mean the same Anthony Fauci that Ron DeSantis was praising up until Trump when? left office? When? Oh, well, dude, what did he, what did he say? when Trump was in office. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You, you can't deny reality. I mean, there are quotes out there of Ron DeSantis saying Name one. Anthony Fauci is doing a great job. Name one. Google it, man. You can sit you're there the and deny make, it. No, no, you're the one making the claim, so I'm, and I'm not, well, I'm not I, denying it. I'm, I mean, I'm just dude, what, how am I supposed to prove it? Just pull it up on your phone. Okay, well, I can do that, but you're right you're sitting there denying it. I'm not. I'm asking for <laughs> Calm proof. down, William. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. I'll, I'll find you the yeah, evidence, your, your and then you is, can tell me you're wrong. My face isn't getting red here. <laughs> okay, man, I'll tell you. Well, you don't have the truth either on your side, so. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Let's I'm find gonna this. give William time to think about his response because Brad, Brad Ganser gave us give, twenty dollars. No, I gave my I gave my response. Well, oh, you, okay. Well, anyways, Brad Ganser gave us twenty bucks and said, "Is there any way we can donate to Maddie's family?" Which well, I'm thank you, sure. Brad. I appreciate that. Um, let me get back to you on that. I'll find out if there's a. 
fund. Um, what happened initially in Maddie's case, once again, went missing. Was it March 31st? I, for some reason, thought 29th, and I, I just forgot. But you, So that's what 31st. Bring Me the News said yesterday yeah. when I was reading there. Oh, well, okay. Fake news. Totally fake, fake news. Fake news, William. Back at it, because here we are on <laughs> CNN Politics. Ron DeSantis <laughs> praised Anthony Fauci for COVID response in spring 2020 for doing voice a really, really doing a good job. You told me it didn't happen. I, I mean, here it is. That's interesting. Can you apologize? Apologize for what? <laughs> you said I was a liar. You said that that's not true. I, I didn't proved say it. you were a liar. Uh, well, you can apologize anytime now. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> uh, I'll need to look more into that, but I do know that Trump <laughs> refused to fire Anthony Fauci when he was given multiple opportunities. Yeah, and, and then Ron DeSantis in, didn't well, say thought, anything Trump until until Trump Anthony was gone. Fauci. And let's say no, Trump, he totally could. Let's say sure Trump fired him. Let's say Trump he's fired him. He's a member of the executive branch. Why couldn't he fire him? I don't him? think he is. I think he's like, he, first of all, he's like the highest paid government uh, agent or government personnel, and I thought he couldn't. What I would, no, he would, can be fired. I, well, I'll look fact. it up, but I think what I was really critical of Trump for is he kept giving him a microphone. That's the problem. I but thought he gave he him fire an him. award, too. Because, okay. uh, you know, Trump can't service. fire a Supreme Court justice. So right. there are people that But let's say fire. Trump fired Fauci. As soon as uh, Biden gets in there, Fauci is back. So, yeah, we maybe would have stopped him for two weeks. And, uh, well, you know, Biden... like I was saying, Ron DeSantis didn't call for any of this until Trump was gone, until Trump was out of the White House. Uh, DeSantis never called for removing Fauci, so this is just an opportunistic uh, play to pretend like he was better on COVID when DeSantis wasn't. This is according to ABC News. Can Trump fire Fauci? Not easily, but he could make it messy. This is from November 2nd, 2020. At a rally Sunday in Opalaka. What's Opalaka, Florida? I have never heard that. That's, no, I don't know about that either. Uh, it's big enough to have a rally, apparently. That's stretched late into the night. President Donald Trump entertained the raucous crowd with the idea that he might fire Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert after election. I don't know if I want to read the rest of the story because once again, CNN thinks that Mike Pence couldn't uh, had the po- didn't have the power to send the um, electors back to the states. Right. So it's like, do yeah, I even trust the media? CNN. Hold on. No, I'm I'm <laughs> quoting. No, no, I quoted Ron DeSantis. But CNN quote- quoted Ron DeSantis. But uh, uh, I, w- I wouldn't use CNN personally. Oh, hey, my that's, God, that's man. That's what you want to do. <laughs> this guy just won't accept something unless it's exactly what he wants to believe. It's so funny. Such a talk oh, Jesse about yourself go. there, Roxy Jesse. Says, Roxy 1956 says, King Jesse, love it. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really feel bad for William Namas for taking William's side. Such an endeavor, however, would be seriously complicated, if not impossible in the near term, even for a norm-busting president. Wow, that's I've never heard that nickname. Norm-busting. Norm that's pretty funny. I kind of like that. That is. Fauci is a career civil servant, not a political appointee, and is protected by law from political retaliation. Maybe we found a real big problem with our government right now. (laughs) Oh, he's a civil servant. Really? Really? Okay. Uh, If the president wanted to fire Fauci, he would have to claim some kind of performance problem or misconduct. I think lying. I don't know. Yeah, lying to Congress. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, that gets messy. Well, so that's probably the point is it gets messy, right? Right. A tall order for a doctor has served six presidents as highly regarded among public health experts. There's other problem. So among Fauci's fiercest defenders is his own boss, Dr. Francis Collins, director of the National Institutes of Health. Yeah, I mean, well, so the NIH- I guess we have to look into that more, you know. That, that I remember hearing about this and that it wasn't possible for him to fire him. Um, but once again, the claim is, I think the claim should be, you shouldn't have given him the microphone. That's the problem. 
So even if you couldn't fire him, don't give him the microphone. Well, and look, we can talk about Trump's COVID response all day, or DeSantis's if we're being fair. Uh, but I do think we should get back to the Maddie Kingsbury thing. No, we're not on the Maddie Kingsbury thing. What, what, why are we, we just oh, completely you, ignored Brad Gansers? No, no, I'm getting an answer for you, Brad. I've already oh, okay. reached out. Yeah, I reached okay. out to get you an answer. The question is, where does can can we donate to the family? And what happened in Maddie's case, whenever that I think it was March, so we'll say March 31st, there was initial uh, big reaction by the uh, community in Winona. God, great! I grew up near Winona. I always loved Winona. We used to go to their like water park because it was pretty big, you know, in the area. And then you just see the community come together, Winona, right? Oh, so awesome! Um, they ended up, I think, having to encourage people not to give anything more because they had so much. That's why, like, like literally, they couldn't take in more water bottles and stuff for searches. Um, so. This is where they're asking for donations. People have been sending checks here in the name of Madeline Kingsbury and her children. Not sure if they gave away to like, well, that would be the thing is to give money to the children, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's to Merchants Bank. Benefit account for Madeline Kingsbury. This is coming from Carmel. Carmel, I'm sure Carmel doesn't mind me reading her text on air. <laughs> she doesn't. Uh, trust me. What, do, what Should I send this to you? Uh, I'm going to email this to you, uh, Dawson, so we can put the graphic up. Okay. Uh, let me just do this real live. And we got to end the show in about seven ish minutes because we're going to do our, what is it called? Twitter spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we get the Twitter? So you guys told me it didn't work when we posted the link in the comments last time. So uh, let's just throw the Twitter handle up there. It's action underscore liberty. We'd love to have you join us after the show. Uh, Twitter spaces is like a big conference call and we're just going to kind of have our post show breakdown. So if you have more questions or you have a comment that wasn't answered, we'd love to talk about it at the end of the show here. Brad Gander says, why wouldn't DeSantis applaud the makers of the Trump vaccine? Hmm? He said, why wouldn't DeSantis applaud the makers of the Trump vaccine? Oh, he did. Vaccine? No, DeSantis did because he uh, went out and got it himself. He went and got the booster as well. So, so did Trump. I'm not saying otherwise. I'm saying DeSantis, you know, he claims to be one way about the vaccine, then he gets it, and then he gets the booster, then he hides it, you know. Well, no, it's I just mean, a political DeSantis game. DeSantis has been very consistent about it. And look, um, I don't I don't fault people for getting the vaccine Me initially neither. because, I mean, that's their personal choice. But a lot of information has come out since then uh, that's given people pause. And what DeSantis did with uh, his Department of Health is that he launched an investigation into Moderna and Pfizer. Um in regard to this and trump is still praising the vaccine at this point yeah it's a cute political move by DeSantis. it's not going anywhere all right did you get that email there dustin with the graphic it's just so, an yeah. image what uh what i'm learning is avoid the gofundme accounts they have no control or access to any of the money that goes on gofundme i'm not trying to say that the gofundme is fraudulent just maybe someone else said gofundme it up. takes a little bit of it themselves right the yeah. corporation so so this is from family members merchants bank account um it's a benefit account so it's the benefit account for madeline kingsbury so it's a setup to help find madeline obviously that's in the past tense now but to assist her children i mean at some point you're just like <laughs> what can we do for the damn children like at this point like oh my god oh it's one of the reasons i coach kids sports is like if you have a absent parent you got at least a role model or father figure or somebody a good coach you know that can touch that kid's life so 
yeah you hope that happens there um so there you go that's the uh that's that's where they would and we could get you a link to that too um this is just a screenshot i guess here mm -hmm. but the count zero two six one merchants bank and it's called benefit account for madeline kingsbury um let's do uh um i want to bring up the snopes and then we're gonna have to cut this off so we're gonna be on twitter spaces after this uh do we have did we pop up the uh, handle for our twitter account yet yep okay, yeah, and so. give us a follow while you're over there um it should be like one of the first posts you'll see the twitter spaces just press the set a reminder button um it works best on the phone you can join from your laptop but we've People have had the best experiences on the phone or a tablet or something. And what Twitter Spaces is like, it's like a conference call. And so we, if you want to talk, we can let you talk and do it. And then, but you can see like the people that are in it. It's not like the great, greatest thing since sliced bread, but it's still pretty cool. It's just a hang. We did like about a half hour last time. Yeah. Uh, we didn't actually know how many people were into it because for some reason we weren't able to see the whole audience. So we thought it was just, uh, we just thought it was two guys. <laughs> Brad was in there, and uh, uh, who's the other guy? Jim. Uh, Jim, yeah, Jim was yeah. in there too. So, uh, so I think uh, I I don't know what we did wrong, and people had problems going to it. So just go to the handle action or at what is it at action liberty? What is action it? underscore liberty? Action underscore liberty. And look, hey, we can have the Trump versus DeSantis conversation there too. I'm. I'm always open to being okay. convinced. I'm not 100% <laughs> any camp. I want to just bring up this article. Did you get the Snopes article real quick? And then we're going to have to sign off here. Did a church. I want to bring this up because we've talked Ooh, about this on the show. I've seen this. <laughs> how, how people go to Snopes and the fact finders and all that stuff. Snopes did this thing. And did a church that embraces LGBTQ plus people burn down after a lightning strike? The So scroll down here real quick. And the, the ledge here, this is the claim. This is how they always do it. Um, a viral tweet, you know, video burning fire began received thousands of engagements. The caption on the tweet read, Woke LGBTQ plus church gets struck by lightning and burns to the ground. Keep scrolling down. Facts and subjective thinking. Do you guys see what's missing here? I actually can't see the screen. Well, there's <laughs> it's not saying true, partially true, false. Snopes doesn't do it on here. All they do is they basically go facts and subjective thinking. The video in the tweet. Oh, great. Thanks for the pop-up ad. F facts and the video in this tweet was captured on June 2nd. Okay, scroll down. First, the tweet claimed that the church. So basically they go into the fact that, yeah, this church actually did burn down. And yes, it was actually LGBTQ plus church. But wait, it doesn't at the at the bottom. It doesn't have that barometer. No, scroll down. Yeah, keep going. So now, now Snopes, instead of just giving huh. us the true or not, they're just going to put a bunch of words on here, assuming you don't read. Well, and that's, that's the but thing. But someone's with gonna Snopes. be like, "No, that's not true. It's on Snopes." Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, people just go for the headline. Same with uh, right. put a fact and all that. Like, ha, debunked. Yeah. So and now, now apparently, that. you got to get your news from Snopes. Not, not that that's inaccurate news, but like literally, they're they're they can't deny because it's it's true now i'm not saying it's an act of god you know probably is but it's not saying that it just happens to be true and they don't want to put that on there so there you go there's your fact checking that'll come handy we'll use that again and when we reference political fact checking uh we got time for one last comment then we got to sign off and then we'll join you on twitter spaces um i can just well brad ganser we can ask well this might be a question for the twitter spaces but he said did jesse get the trump jab <laughs> 
I can answer that quickly. No, yeah. oh, didn't okay. get a single, didn't get a single uh, COVID vaccine at all. None of none of us have. Bridget, uh, she was found because she was on a flight and she she was talking about how she would refuse to get the jab. Well, I wasn't wearing the mask. Oh, yo, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, well, <laughs> the non-mask wearers are like the overlap between <laughs> non-mask wearers and I know. yeah. William uh, was in school and uh, was able to carefully. Uh, they didn't make it easy, but it I easy. was able to continue going to school. Jesse, we found him to, to bring into Minnesota because he dropped out of law school, first year law school, because they required a jab. So he did only one semester. And then me, <laughs> what in the hell am I going to get a jab for? I never fell for I never fell for any of their bullshit. That's the thing. I We'll never have a reckoning here. Apparently, they just forget about everything that they did to us. But quite frankly, I never fell for any of the shit. Nash for Liberty led the whole way. And that's like if you watched our program from last Tuesday and this erroneous CFB complaint by these Republican Party insiders against us, these assholes, they were all on board with Governor Walls locking down our state. They did absolutely nothing. Senate Republicans never brought up a vote to get rid of Governor Walls' emergency powers until in June when we forced them in the first special session. So, yeah, we've been leading on that issue for a long time. I did. Right. I did get the jab. I didn't want to bring that up. You don't need to give up your med. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm fine. I'm da- doing pretty Dawson's good. not political, by the way, and I'm sure if uh, he was working here at the time, he might learn some things, but... We died didn't, unexpectedly, I- Dawson. <laughs> Or died suddenly, right? That, that's oh, the term. God, don't say that. If <laughs> died suddenly, that. Dawson. Sorry, Go man. to Twitter. Yes. Put up the handle again. Put up the handle at uh, oh, action underscore liberty. Oh, I better uh, see all 100 of you over there in our Twitter space. Yes. If you don't have an account, make an account. There it's going to be fun. We want to talk to you guys. It's going to be fun. We'll we'll go for at least 30 minutes unless it's on. entertaining. we got to sign off. Thank you, guys. We'll see you back on Tuesday. Take care. Have a good weekend. Oh, my gosh. You, hold on. You did that way too fast. Oh, I did that too fast? for <laughs> Dawson wasn't ready for the outro there. No, that oh, was man. a fast oh, no. closing fill, right there. Fill some more time. Okay, um, okay, we got it. We got did, it. Did you hear the one about... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>